Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, this is Dr. Willie Jolly, and I want to welcome you to the new and improved Willie Jolly Wealthy Ways podcast. After many years of interviewing the best and brightest thought leaders around the world on my SiriusXM show, I am excited to now have those interviews available to people around the globe on this podcast. So many people would write us and say, I love what I've been hearing about your interviews with these great people. Where can I access them? I live in this country or that country, or I don't have access to that technology. How can I get the information? Well, I'm so excited now that we are able to offer the information and the interviews free on this podcast. So we want you to sit back and enjoy this message and let me know how you like them. And then do me a favor. If you like them, send a review, write a review and post it. And if you like it, hit like on here and share it and tell everybody you know about it and then subscribe to this podcast so you'll get the alerts when we post a new interview episode. Thank you for listening and enjoy the Willie Jolly Wealthy Ways podcast. Named one of the outstanding five speakers in the world. Inducted into the Speaker Hall of Fame. Award-winning singer. Best-selling author. And now, here's Willie Jolly. Hey, it's a great day, great day, great day. This is Dr. Willie Jolly, and you've reached the Willie Jolly Wealthy Way Show. And I've got a special show today with the former heavyweight champion of the world, best-selling author, world's famous grill master, as well as the man who has a great new movie about his life with me as my special guest. That's right, Big George Foreman. You're going to want to stay around for this show because it's going to be life-changing. Well, you know I have only just a minute, only 60 seconds in it. It's forced upon me. I can't refuse it. I didn't seek it. No, I did not choose it, but it's up to me to use it. I must suffer. If I lose it, give account. If I abuse it, oh, just a tiny little minute, but our eternities are wrapped up in it. I'm grateful for this minute, this moment, this opportunity to be with you. And every one of you is a 
precious person to me because you're listening to this show and you're listening or you're listening to the podcast and you've made it the number one show. Not I, not me. It's you, the people who listen and tell their friends and tell their coworkers and tell their family members. You got to listen to the Willie Jolly Wealthy Way show. You got to listen to it on a show or the podcast. You got to listen. You've made it what it is. And I'm grateful for you. You know, I start with that minute, God's minute by Dr. Benjamin Elijah Mays, Martin Luther King Jr.'s mentor. I'd say it every day and every week, every month, every year. I say it because it's so profound that you only got a minute, 60 seconds and it forced upon you. You can't refuse it. You did not seek it. You did not choose it, but it's up to you to use it. So you got to make the most of the minute. And I take that minute Seriously. And then I take a moment after I do God's Minute by Dr. Mays to give God some glory. I am so grateful, grateful for what God has done for me, done in my life, given me life and strength and health, given me good friends, given me opportunities. Now, I did my part, but I believe that you have to have faith and works. You got to put them together. You got to get busy. Or as my friend Les Brown says, you got to pray like it all depends on God and then work like it all depends on you. Well, I am grateful for God for giving me strength and life. And as I say every week, your gift to God is what you do with your life after his gift to you is life. So God's gift to you is life and your gift to God is what you do with it. Do something extraordinary. Do something massive with it. Well, I am grateful for you. I'm grateful for our blessings that come from all over. I've just been so blessed. And then I'm grateful for our sponsor, Truist Bank. When you start with care, you build a different kind of bank, Truist Bank. Now, Truist Bank not only has the program for communities and people in our areas all over the country, but they now have a new program that says when you start with care, you build a different kind of bank, and we care for the people who care for others. I was with Truist this last week, and they did an event in Washington, D.C., and I spoke. And they shared a new program to help those who are medical professionals and EMTs and all sorts of people who are helping others and they are doing some big things for them. So I am very grateful to promote and let people know about this work that they're doing. So again, go to truest.com, T-R-U-I-S-T.com. Read about this bank, what they're doing. When you start with care, you build a different kind of bank truest bank. I want to give a shout out to our friends at Walmart who has been so supportive and to AARP where they have been doing things for our community that make a difference. So thank God. Well, my special guest, I told you, I told you, I told you he is here with me. He is a former heavyweight champion of the world, but more importantly, he won the championship against all odds after going through all sorts of struggles and challenges, and life-changing experiences. He was born in poverty in a little area of Texas where it was so poor. He barely had shoes. He grew up and he was a big guy, and people would make fun of him, which created an anger in him. And what he would do, he would pummel them. He would just beat them up. But then he met a gentleman who gave him a shot. He went to the Job Corps. He went to the Job Corps and he met this gentleman who said, I'll teach you how to use and 
make the most of that anger and teach you how to box. Not fight and beat up people, but box. Now, you can beat them up in the ring, but it's a sweet science of boxing. And initially, he wasn't very good, but this man saw something in George and worked with him. And he helped him become an Olympic gold medal winner. He helped George go pro, and George became the heavyweight champion of the world. But then he lost the championship to Muhammad Ali. And then he went and did a number of different types of boxing matches and boxing events. His personality had changed. It was different. He was different. He went on to start boxing and he made a goal that he was going to become a heavyweight champion. And he started by winning the gold medal in the Olympics, the Olympics. And then he went on to win the heavyweight champion of championship of the world. But he had some issues. He didn't have any faith in God. He didn't have any discipline. And he made some poor decisions and he made some poor choices. And then he lost the heavyweight championship and he started doing other kinds of boxing events. And then one night he was having a bout with Jimmy Young and he lost the bout and went back into his dressing room. And in that moment, he had a near death experience. He went black, everything went black. But when he awoke from that that near-death experience, he said, Jesus is inside of me. My life has changed. And he took a shower and the life that he thought it after that was miraculous. He became a preacher. He, he, he melded relationships that he had once broken, but his personality had changed. He was a different man. And then he started a church and then he started a youth, youth center, but then it got into financial trouble. And he went back in the ring. And at 45 years old, he did something that was impossible. He came back from his setbacks and became the heavyweight champion of the world at 45 years old. Ladies and gentlemen, it's my privilege and my pleasure, my treat and my treasure, my joy beyond measure to have on my show, the one and only George Foreman. George Foreman, it's good to have you, my friend. Well, listening to you was like seeing that movie again. That was, thank you so much. <laughs> What is it like to have a movie made about you? And tell me what you did to create or see this movie come to be. Ah, I tell everybody it's not an easy thing to, when you spend uh, most of your life being a celebrity, hiding your life, uh, even dark windows in your car, gates around your home, you want to protect your privacy. But it was put in a script that I could really live with. It hurt a lot. But you had to do some revealing of things you never wanted people to know about. So going to the movie, and I realized it was not just me. It was a, a story about all of us, any of us, most of us in this United States. It's a comeback story extraordinaire, George. You are an incredible example. And I wrote about you in, in two of my books. Uh, a setback is a setup for a comeback. I wrote about you and then turn setbacks into greenbacks. I talk about the fact that you re <laughs> turn setbacks into greenbacks, somebody. Love it. I love you, it. Re you reinvented yourself. That's what I love about the George Foreman story. You, you were a big, bulky, sulky, not talking, not smiling, angry guy. And then you reinvented yourself. What was the impetus to help you make that reinventation? Well, I tell you the truth. 
I was in Puerto Rico before that, uh, after the Jimmy Young fight, and I actually had an experience. I was dead and alive in a split second. Of course, God rescued me. And of course, everybody had an explanation for what happened to me. But once you taste death and that smell has never disappeared, you wake up every morning alive and you realize nothing has gone wrong. It made me a happy man and just happy to be around. Human beings, the greatest invention of all time, human beings. And, uh, and I never stop smiling. My life has been one big joy just to be alive. You know, you are true. It's it, it changed. You changed so dramatically. You went from a guy who hardly ever talked to becoming America's number one pitch man. You could you could sell ice to Eskimos. And that was because of that, <laughs> that joy that came out of you in the in real commercials and in whatever you're pitching. I've always looked at it. That guy is amazing. That's amazing. Now, your story started, and you were very poor, but your mama believed in you, didn't she? Yeah, I'd wake up most days, and I looked at the movie, and I kind of cried through it because I, you wake up and hope did not exist. Can you believe human beings living around with no hope? The word success and uh, all of that, none of that exists at all. Then, of course, my mom had something special for me. She had love, and I can't lean on her for everything. Of course, I got a second chance to get into the job corps where they were accepting high school dropouts, an anti-poverty program, and I learned to box. Boy, then I won the Olympic gold medal, and I picked up hope. Hope, that took me a long ways. It took you a long ways, and now you are a a giver of hope. You give people hope. And this movie does that. I want to encourage everybody. Listen, folks, I went to see the premiere of this movie here in Washington, D.C. And let me tell you, at the end of the movie, everybody in the theater stood on their feet and gave a standing ovation to this movie. Wow. That's very rare. They gave a standing ovation because so impressed with the story, whoever did the story, whoever wrote the story. Now, George, but you did the work, didn't you? What, what was it that drove you to do the work? Because it was hard work to lose from, I think it was 360 down to 265 or something like that. How did you get the motivation, the, the determination to do it? Well, I, if I tell you, I, had, I told you I found hope. Uh, where that wasn't. And then second time around, I had another great uh, uh, addition in my life. I had faith, mm. faith in God, where I had to jump up, middle-aged man running 10 miles, getting into the gym, working hours, check in like a guy on a construction job. But if I hadn't had faith, I don't think I realized I couldn't have done any of those things. It was faith in God. And your faith is so strong. In the film, you share your struggle with going through the boxing process. You share your struggle of coming up with a plan to win the heavyweight championship the first time and then the conversion process. And then you talk about how you came back. Oh, the comeback story. I think that's what's going to empower people who are watching because they're going to see how you had to struggle to become a spokesperson, how you had to work on your communication skills. It's so amazing how you built this empire by being willing 
to change. And that's what we're going to talk about when we come back. Folks, we got more with the former heavyweight champion of the world, George Foreman. Stay tuned. And remember, your best is yet to come. We'll be right back. Friendship is not about being convenient. It's about being committed and consistent. You can call on me. When you need me. up the phone you can call and call me, me. Are you ready to revolutionize your relationship with money? I'm Brian Ford, a financial wellness expert. And I'm Bright Dixon, an expert in positive psychology. Together, we host Money and Mindset with Bright and Brian, a podcast from Truist Bank that's all about exploring the relationship between your money, your mindset, and your well-being. Find us wherever you listen to podcasts or truest.com forward slash money and mindset podcast. Hi, this is Dr. Willie Jolly, and I have a question for you. Have you ever wondered why some people can make a million dollars, lose it, make a second million, lose that, then make a third million, while other people can't even make ends meet? Well, the reason is that those people know the recipe for success. And that recipe is available to everyone if you will do what they did. They made a habit of getting positive, motivational resources of great thinkers and great learners. And I want to offer those same kind of resources to you. We've developed a free page on my website. It's wjspeaks.com slash gift. wjspeaks.com slash gift. On that site, we've got resources, books, audios to help you to grow and they're free. So go to wjspeaks.com slash gift, wjspeaks.com slash gift and get some of those resources and then share that page with your friends and your family members. We want to impact and inspire millions of people. And remember, if you enjoy this message on this podcast, like it, share it and Post a review about it and make a difference in the lives of others by letting them know about it. Have a great day. This is Dr. Willie Jolly. back. This is Dr. Willie Jolly on the Willie Jolly Wealthy Way Show and podcast all around the world. Around the world now, people are listening. I want to thank you, thank you, thank you for sharing this information with your friends, your family members, your co-workers. I am so grateful for your impact 
input into making this a popular show. Now, what I want to do is ask you for a favor. Yeah, I'll be a big favor. Share this show with others. Tell people about it. Tell your friends, your family members, and then make a point to follow me and stay connected to me and let me know how this is impacting your thinking. Many people have written over the year and said, I started a business. I wrote a book. I started a company or I changed my life. And that's what I want to hear. So make a point to send me an email, info, I-N-F-O, at willyjolly.com I-N-F-O at W-I-L-L-I-E J-O-L-L-E-Y dot com and then make another point to go to W-J-Wow.com W-J-Wow.com We got free resources there books and awesome programs and information to keep you motivated so you can do what George Foreman did, reinvent yourself. You might be in a situation or a place in your life where you just feel like you're overwhelmed. You need something new. You're not happy. Well, that's what George Foreman did. And we're going to talk about how he did it. I want to give you though a little piece from my daily motivational radio show as well as my daily video program that we send out free to people around the world about George Foreman. This is one of the shows that we sent out recently. It says, it's another great day. This is Dr. Willie Jolly, author of the book, A Setback is a Set Up for a Comeback. When you're going through challenging times, it is often a great time to reinvent yourself. An example is George Foreman, who was a boxer, who was known as a big sulking man who never talked, who was always seeming to be angry. He beat Joe Frazier and became heavyweight champion of the world. Then he lost to Muhammad Ali and everything changed. And he changed, he reinvented himself, he became a preacher and went from a sulking man to become a very personable television personality. Even had a grill named after him, which made him wealthy. He became one of America's top pitchmen. He decided to go back into boxing to raise money for kids and became the heavyweight champion at the age of 45. He became the oldest man to ever do so. Now is a great time for you to do what George Foreman did. He reinvented himself. This is a great time for you to do something different, to think different and make a different action and response in your life. If you think you can do bigger and think you can do better, you can. Now is a great time to reinvent yourself. Folks, I'm telling you from experience, I was a broke, busted nightclub singer who became a speaker when I got fired. I reinvented myself, first to young people, to youth, and then I reinvented myself again to go to the adult marketplace and speak to corporations. And then I reinvented myself and wrote a book. And then I reinvented myself and started doing television and radio. It's possible. I'm showing you, George Foreman is showing you, it's possible to reinvent yourself, to reinvent your future. Are you ready for a turnaround? Are you ready for a comeback? If you're ready for a comeback, get ready for the rest of this show because I got my special guest with me, the one and only George Foreman, and his new movie is incredible. George, I want to thank you for being my guest today, but I want to get right back into this interview about how you were able to transform your life and the fact that your faith played a part in it and your family had a big part in it and you were blessed 
with a helpmate, a wife to help you as I have to change your life and change your future. Talk about your faith and the fact that you found a beautiful wife who supported you and you had the children and you had a commitment to your community. Houston, Texas, uh, George. That's right, Houston, Texas. I started the youth center. That's what motivated me to get back into boxing. I literally run out of money trying to support all these charities. And I said, you know what? One night when I was collecting money, some guys were offering to raise money for me. I said, I'm not going to ever ask anyone for anything ever again. I'm going to be heavyweight champ of the world to support my youth center. That's what got me back into boxing. Wow. Well, I'm so glad you did because you became an inspiration to so many people, an inspiration to people globally who saw this new reinvented George Foreman, who then also inspired people who were older, people who were older, who, who had no hope. They'd given up. They, they, they've written off their future. But what you proved to people that Satchel Page was right, that age is this a number. As he continued to pitch in the Negro Leagues in his 50s, he continued to pitch and pitch well. He said, age is by mind over matter. If you don't mind, it don't matter. <laughs> uh, <laughs> if you don't mind, it doesn't matter. I like it, it don't matter. So you, got, you have done that, George. Now, I want to ask you about the fact that you became a pastor on top of that. And that was difficult. You had to study. You had to read. You had to work on that skill set, too, as well, didn't you? I studied at the Church of the Lord Jesus Christ in Houston, started off as an evangelist. I had to be because I visited prisons and uh, go to hospital and pray for the sick. And after I was ordained, uh, of course, the street ministry really helped me. Finally, I put together our own church here in Houston, where about 44 years now, I've been the main speaker. And I try to help people just constantly tell that story about what God can do for all of us. That's all I do anyway. George, I love the story in the movie of what changed your life, the night that changed your life. I'm going to play this clip when you gave a little more detail about it. I love this story of how you were planning to regain the heavyweight championship by beating Muhammad Ali, who, who had beat you in the match in the Rope-A-Dope match, and then how you were going to fight Jimmy Young for an elimination bout to see who would fight Muhammad Ali, and everything changed. Tell me that story, George. I went 12 rounds. I was pretty content. Sad that I lost the decision, but I truly felt like I won. I went back to the dressing room to cool off, and that's where life changed. I walked back and forward for the first time trying to cool off and thought, you... You don't have to worry about that boxing match. You're still George Foreman. You can uh, 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 you can go to your ranch. You got money. You got uh, TV shows. You can got you can go to your ranch and retire and die. And I never could lose that thought. You're gonna die. You're gonna die. And in a dirty old dressing room, when I had all these wonderful homes, I was about to die. And uh, I heard a voice within me say, "You believe in God? Why are you scared to die?" And I was afraid. I was scared. I tried to walk back and forth, shake it off, but it wouldn't go off. And I realized it was God talking with me. And I didn't believe in religion. I thought that was for everybody who had taken up religion in those days, had lost a wife, a husband, uh, a boxing match, and they were carrying their Bibles as a baby. And I wasn't going to go and, and take on religion, but I tried to make a deal in that dressing room. I said, 
I'm still George Foreman, and everyone's looking at me right with their mouth out. I can still box and give money to charity and for cancer. And I heard a voice say, I don't want your money, I want you. And I remember tears. And I looked around the room and told everybody, hey, y'all, I'm fixing. Before I could say another word, I was out of this life in a big, big dog dump yard of nothingness. Over my head, under my feet, there was nothing. I said, I don't care if this is death. I still believe there's a God. When I said that, I was snatched out of nothingness, alive in the dressing room, blood flowing through my face. But then I saw blood flowing, coming down my forehead, and I hadn't been cut from the match and on my hand. And I started screaming. I haven't stopped to this day. Jesus Christ is coming alive in me. That's what happened to me in that dressing room. People are going to say, he must be scared to fight. It's coming up with an excuse. Even my parents thought I had lost my mind. And I tried, thought I had lost my mind too, but you never forget the smell of death. A horrible smell, to, even when I'm speaking with you, I don't want to think of that. To be nothing, there was hopelessness. That's all I had in this dark place. I was given a chance to, light, to live again. A lot of people thought I was crazy to walk away from boxing because I was at the height of my career, but I walked away because I didn't know what else to do. For 10 years, I didn't make a fist. I just preached, was an ordained in the, uh, in, the, in the 70s and went on to become a full-time preacher and stayed there until uh, 87. God gave me a second chance to live and to just to live and show people there's a life beyond fame and fortune. You can be the best human being there is and it's impossible to be a good human being without God interjecting that Jesus Christ into your life. One more thing, George, I loved about the movie was the fact that you showed your struggle of becoming a great communicator and pitch man, and it wasn't easy initially, but you kept at it and you were encouraged to do it by your wife. I love that part of the movie and about the story. Could you share a little more about the George Foreman grill and the process of you becoming wealthy with that grill and other products? I was very successful with the George Foreman grill, and I didn't want to be bothered with it. And uh, everyone said, George, are you going to do the grill? And I said, I don't know about these things. My wife said, it works, George. So she showed me how to fix a burger on that thing. I said, it really works. She said, you should do that, whatever you do. See if they'll give you a few. And I did an endorsement following my wife just to get 16 grills. And we ended up selling over 100 million of those things. But that's to tell you a lot about my wife. She's smart. Even when I wanted to box some more, uh, I told her, you think those guys can beat me? You don't believe I still have it? I can still do this. She said, isn't that the way you want to leave the sport feeling like you can do it, George? Wow, 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 wow. What a story. What a story. I love this story. I love this movie. I love this message. And the fact that he also not only had faith, but he was smart enough to marry well. And I'm telling you folks, y'all know I talk about it all the time. I married well. I overmarried. I'm the king or the president of the overmarried club. And uh, George can be the vice president because I married way above my my limit of uh, having a great wife and I'm grateful for almost 40 years of us being married and uh, I encourage everybody to go uh, check out the jollymarriage.com site and see our TED talk because you'll be inspired and encouraged by well uh, we, we got to take a quick break we'll be back because we got more with George Foreman this is Dr. Willie Jolly on the Willie Jolly Wealthy Way Show and Podcast stay tuned because you got more to come we'll be right back 
Hi, this is Dr. Willie Jolly, and I got an email from a gentleman in Australia who shared how he had been struggling in his business, and he bought some of my books and audios, and how it had a profound impact on his business, and he went from worst to first in his company. I shared with him how much I appreciated his Note, but I told him those books, those audios, those videos were not just something that I just thought up one day and started to write. They were born out of my experiences, out of the challenges of overcoming the problems and the difficulties and how I was able to do it. And I shared with him that others have sent similar messages and that these resources work. I want to encourage you and invite you to go to my store. Go to wjspeaks.com slash shop. wjspeaks.com slash shop. Get some of the books. It only takes a minute to change your life or a setback is a setup for a comeback or turn setbacks into greenbacks or chicken soup for the soul or an attitude of excellence or the book I wrote with my wife after 34 years of being married and not having an argument in over 30 years. We wrote a book called Make Love, Make Money, Make It Last and now it is saving marriages all over the globe. Go to the store, get some of the art the videos, the books, the resources to help you have greater personal and professional success. This is Dr. Willa Jolly. Make this a great day on purpose. And we're back. This is Dr. Willie Jolly on the Willie Jolly Wealthy Way Show and Podcast. And I want to thank everybody for listening. And I want to thank our special guest, George Foreman, former heavyweight champion of the world who stunned the world at 45 years old and became the heavyweight champion of the world, as well as an incredible entrepreneur and a great humanitarian, and I just want to thank him for what he's done. We're going to get right back to talking to George, but I want to take this special moment to thank, again, our friends at Truist, Truist Bank. I am so grateful to have Truist as our sponsor partner. They're not just a sponsor, they're a partner. We are not just doing things here on this radio show, but also around the country to empower and inspire communities, to help people to do more, be more, and achieve more, to develop financial literacy, to grow their wealth, and to understand how money works. So I am grateful for Truist being a friend and a partner who has been consistent in helping us to reach more people. And I want to take a moment also to encourage you to take full advantage of their potentially life-changing programs on their website. They have a program called Money and Mindset. Money and Mindset with Bright and Brian. It's an incredible new option for people to go and learn about financial literacy. I've had the honor of being on that show and it's the real deal. One good takeaway I found was that when you're on top of your finances, you can enjoy the benefits beyond reaching your goals of your finances making a difference in your life and in your family. You can think about overall reduction of stress or feeling greater reassurance knowing you're better prepared for a financial 
setback should it come your way. And you know, they do come ways when we least expect them. I call them Murphy's Law. Anything that can go wrong will go wrong at the worst possible time. But if you've got a relationship with Truist, they helped you prepare for those setbacks. And then there's this podcast for those who listen to podcasts. So you can go to the website at truest.com or you can get the podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. It's Money and Mindset with Bright and Brian and you can get it anywhere you listen to podcasts. So I highly, highly encourage you to take some time jump into this great resource search money and mindset truest money and mindset online or head to truest.com and you can find it in the main menu i'm encouraging you to do that also i got one more big thing i want to encourage everybody you know the surgeon general recently said that there is a new crisis in this country of loneliness of anxiety of mental stress due to the pandemic and the situations and circumstances that came as a part of the pandemic. People are afraid still to go out. Some people are isolated. They've gotten used to it. There's suicide rates that have gone up. And what we want to do is help people to get a new a new mindset, a new perspective about the future. So I am going to be launching this month's my new comeback show taken from my book, A Setback, Set Up for a Comeback, tells my story in a Broadway-style play that you can come if you're in the Washington area and you can experience. And then I'm going to be doing it around the country. You can go to The Comeback Show, The Comeback Show, to find out when I'm going to be performing it and where. But it tells a story in real time of me singing. And we're going to do a lot of music. Me singing in nightclubs, where I was named the uh, best jazz singer, best entertainer, best performer in Washington for many years before I became a speaker and then using that platform to take my speaking message to the world where I'd mix music and motivation in my messaging when I would speak to young people and then when I started doing tours. So you're going to want to be a part of this experience. It's an incredible evening. It would be great for you to bring the whole family. It's going to be a great family-filled, family-focused, and faith-encouraged message of your setbacks being turned into great comebacks and how you can do it and the lessons, the lessons I learned in the process. You're going to be glad you came and you're going to want to tell everybody to come and be a part of this show. Go to thecomebackshow.com, thecomebackshow.com to find out when it will be in your area or when you can go and see it. All right, let's get to this interview with George Foreman. That's right, you know I got him right now. George Foreman, big George Foreman has a new movie out and we were in the last segment talking about his faith and his wife. And I want to dig more into that because there's so much that you said, George, that I want to get said when we were taking the break that you said about how you wanted to even share more about your faith and your wife and the lessons you learned. Let's what your faith and your focus has been to create this movie and why you want people to go see it. Well, you have to have a lot of faith to go and reveal your life in such a manner as we did to tell secrets. You thought you had dug holes and <laughs> and buried years ago, but they came out and for good reasons, it was the right time to tell the story that may not have anything else, but there's we're always one prayer away from finding all the success we want. One prayer. And that's what this move is about. Not about me. It's about prayers for wow. me and by me. But there's one other thing that you had in this movie, George, that I think is profound. Not only were you a praying man, but you were a man of action. 
Cause the, the, you 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 did not pray that that weight off you. You didn't pray to hit the, the that heavy bag. You didn't pray to do that road work. You got up, and you know, Scripture says, "Faith without works is dead." What moved you? What inspired you when you were, wanted to maybe quit? When you wanted to give up? What? In, there's, what a, there's, a, there's a lot of times I was in the ring, especially get, getting back in that ring. That weight just didn't come off. I couldn't even fit in my old boxing trunks. And once in the ring, and it was a fight, and uh, the young guy was moving, I couldn't catch him. And I heard his trainer saying, go get him. His old legs are too tired. Look at him. Now go get him. And I thought, what in the world am I doing in this ring? I wanted to stop right there. And that's why I stopped even putting a stool in my corner, because I figured if I ever sit down, I'm not getting back up. <laughs> but... I got I got this one chance to land a knockout punch to say I knew I could do it wouldn't be the truth. I just prayed God help me this one last time, uh, this one last time, and God kept helping me time after time. He certainly did. Well, you were also blessed with one other thing: a good wife, a good helpmate. Am I right about it, George? Oh boy, that lady would drop me off seventeen miles away from home. She didn't even know how to use a stick shift, and that's the only car I had. And she would make it somehow, make it back home, and I'd have to follow her time after time. And, and I got endurance, not only endurance, but I got a little hope because she believed that I'd make it back home. <laughs> that made me a better fighter. It really did. My wife, oh, Joan. You, man, you blessed. You know, I, my wife and I have a book called Make Love, Make Money, Make It Last, a book of marriage. We've been married going on 38 years, haven't had an argument in 35 years, and we tell people the secrets. But one of the things I tell people is that when you have a good wife who, do, who believes in you, who supports you and encourages you, when you're down to nothing, you he, that God is up to something, and he up to putting the right person. You know, <laughs> Oh, the, boy, you got the words there, man. <laughs> God's up to something. I love it. He's up to something. Yes, yes. And, and Bible says that Proverbs, when you find a wife, you find a good thing, and he adds favor. That's what he did with you, didn't he? Oh boy, when I found this good lady of mine, we've been together almost about 40 years now, and my life has been so much better. I don't think that, you know, a lot of times I couldn't get out of the bed, even get up out of my bathroom. She pulled me out. She'd take a running step. And pulled me up because the boxing had me sore. And she pulled me out of the bed. And thank goodness I found someone who believed in me. Not only believed in me, but helped me. Let's talk about the youth who have been inspired by your youth center and your messaging and your inspiration and your model. You've been changing young people's lives for now. It's all, well, how long has it been since you uh, originally opened the youth center? Yeah, the youth center will be opening about the last of 83. That's how long it's been around. Wow. One day, one day I was getting my car uh, at a full service station. And uh, the, the kid washed the windows. Well, it wasn't a kid. The man washed the windows, checked the oil and all of that. Then he came back and said, here's something for you. It was a $5 bill. What are you doing that for? You, I'm the tipper. He said, you told me when I was a little boy, when I, you need to learn how to take care of yourself. I'm going to give you, but you got to pay me the $5 back one day. And he said, here's the $5. And now he said, what you signed is for my daughter. My whole life was fulfilled. My working life was fulfilled in that statement. 
and meeting that man. That's what the youth center was about. Wow. What a great story that you did something that made an impact that continued to make an impact. That reminds me, George, of a story I shared over dinner one night when I was about to speak for the Million Dollar Roundtable. I was sharing some stories with the host and they said, you got to tell that story tomorrow. I said, that's not even in our program. He said, you got to tell that story. I spoke years ago at a high school, but I had forgotten about it. Then I went years later to a camp to speak in Japan for the U.S. Marines. I got to the security booth and I was asked when I put my passport through to come back to the back. I wondered why they brought me back to the back. I thought my passport was fine. And then the guy in the back room was the commander of the base. And he said, do you remember coming to a school in Washington in 1993. I said, I remember that. Yeah. He said, I was in that class and I was using drugs and I was in a gang. But you said something that day that changed my life. I'd have to make a decision, not for today, but I had to make a decision for tomorrow. And it struck me that I needed to make a decision. And I stopped using drugs. I got out of the gang and I went on and applied myself and was able to get a scholarship to West Point. And now I'm the director of this base because I changed my thinking because someone spoke to me and you spoke to that young man. I told people in the beginning of this program that you are not just a boxer, but you're also humanitarian. George, those are the moments that will let you know that the sacrifices, the, de the, the determination, the decisions you make long ago were because God had a plan for your life. And what George and I want to say to everybody, God has a plan for your life. It might be difficult. It might be uncomfortable, but he's got a plan for your life and your best uh -huh, is yet to come. But you got to believe it. You got to listen to these stories from me and George. You got to believe that these things are possible for you and that you can do great things with your life because the best is yet to come. The best is yet to come. And the sky is the limit. If you believe it and you expect it, great things will come from that. We can attest to that. Getting the heavyweight championship at the age of 45 and all the ups and downs. And like you said, some of the stuff was, was maybe difficult to watch. But boy, what a powerful story that was well written. How did you like it, uh, George? How did you like it yourself? Yeah, I, I watched the movie and I, when I saw it in art, it's easy to look at something in print. And when you know everybody has to use their imagination, but when I saw the art form, I cried because I realized where I had come from. The movie touched me because it's not a movie about me, it's a, a movie about most all of us in this country. We start from nowhere, but if you just dig in, sky is as the limit. The sky is the limit. Well, we're gonna take a quick break with my special guest, George Foreman. We'll be right back. This is Dr. Willie Jolly, and for sure, the best is yet to come. Stay tuned. Ah. Uh -huh. 
Hi, this is Dr. Willie Jolly, and people often ask, how did I go from a broke, busted nightclub singer to become a best-selling author and to be voted one of the outstanding five speakers in the world by the 175,000 members of Toastmasters International? The answer is that I decided to invest and change my thinking, invest in my mindset, and decided to change my inputs because inputs determine outputs. I heard about a seminar years ago when I was just getting started. I was making about $100 a speech, and I heard this seminar that was creating millionaires, and it cost $10,000, but the guy was getting results. I didn't have that kind of money, but I decided to borrow it because I learned that there's a price for success, the price of college, the price of going to school, the price of education. There's a price for success, and then there's a cost for not paying the price, the cost of staying the same. And that cost is greater than the price. It's too expensive. And so I went, and it changed my life. And I came back and quickly made $100,000. I heard a similar story from Dr. Dave Martin, how he went to a success rally, heard a speaker who inspired him. He and his friend said, wow, that's changed my life. The speaker had a package of materials to help build wealth. The package cost $1,500. And that was all the money Dr. Dave had to his name. Dr. Dave's friend asked, do you think this stuff is worth it? Dr. Dave thought for a moment. He said, I don't know. I don't know if it's worth it. But I do know that I'm worth it. I'm worth it. He invested that money in that package and used the materials to grow his thinking. He grew his mindset. He shared how that $1,500 investment has gone on to generate millions in revenues. He's a multimillionaire. And he has homes now in Arizona and Florida. I want to say to you, it's time to invest in you. I want to give you some materials that will help you grow you, grow your mindset, grow your future, grow your finances. Go to wjspeaks.com slash billionaire. wjspeaks.com slash billionaire to get some materials that will inspire your success and help you find that there's a price for success, but there's a cost for not paying the price. And the cost is always greater than the price. Go to wjspeaks.com slash billionaire and get the bag, the box, or any of the materials there and keep growing your wealth. And remember, as a man thinketh, so as he is, and your best is yet to come. And we're back. This is Dr. Willie Jolly on the Willie Jolly Wealthy Way Show and podcast. And I'm so grateful for each and every one of you who's listening. What an incredible interview we have today. Former heavyweight champion of the world, George Foreman, who has a new movie, Big George Foreman, that is just phenomenal. And I love the fact that he talks about his faith, his family, his focus, his finances, and how he built his business, how he built his success. And I want to talk about some of his books and some of his other resources, and as well as some of the other stories that we keep getting on the breaks that I got to share with you. They're so good. I say, hold it, hold it. Don't tell all that during the break. You got to get it on the radio so that people can hear you. This is an incredible gentleman who is a man who literally transformed his life and transformed his future and transformed himself. I love this quote he has uh, one of his books. Changing your nature is the hardest thing to do, but I discovered you can be who you choose to be, and that's what he did. He went from a big, sulking, never-speaking, never-smiling guy to one of America's most favorite and most personable Pitchman. Let me read a couple quotes from George Foreman's books. He says, sure, you question if the fight was fixed. Yeah, it was fixed. It was fixed with my right hand. <laughs> Here's another one. 
that's the real gift. I left the negativity and I let it roll off of my back like the back of a duck. If it's not positive, I don't want no part of it. I don't listen to it. You know you can overcome the negative. Then stop talking negative and think positive and you'll figure out how to win and become a champion. George, you've written some books, haven't you? That's what this movie is about. The book, God in My Corner. He's in all of our corners. And I'm I'm just happy that the books were there so that uh, Sony was interested in making a movie. Wow. I want people to go get the books, read the books, as well as watch the movie. And one thing that astounded people is that you became an entrepreneur, which is a different mindset than being a boxer. And so you developed this new mindset. You worked on your skill set and you became a salesman, a pitchman, a personable pitchman who sold products in great number. And you did pretty good selling them products, didn't you, George? I heard a lady say once, my dad had told her, learn to sell and you will never starve. I didn't interpret that until I was on the street corner preaching and people passed me by. They just didn't pay any attention. So I realized I have to put on a show out here. Yes, I'm George Fun, and I fought Muhammad Ali and Joe Frazier and they stopped. And I realized if you want to make it in life to do anything, especially even for God, I was going to have to learn to sell. I got that grill. And uh, people laughed at it and everything. Never believed that it would sell over 120 million of those things instantly. 120 million dollars were uh, no 120 million units. Well, it was really helpful for me because everybody was boasting about, oh, I got one kid, I got two kids, I have ten, I had ten children, ten kids, and uh, it's easy to say how many you have, but when you time to send them to college, you realize. Uh, you need a lot of money. <laughs> so I'm <laughs> happy to be able to sell. And uh, that grill surely did help me out. Now, I was buying a car once, and this guy said, George, I don't like to talk. He said, I'm selling cars, but I don't like talking. And I told him, I said, if you learn to love something, you'll talk. You'll talk about it. And when I found my love of God, boy, I couldn't keep my mouth shut. And it moved me on into products. Wow. When you learn to talk and you love something, you can't stop talking about it. So what you become is a product of the product and you become excited <laughs> like and you want to tell everybody about that product. Am I right about it? Well, you develop your communication skills. And I think that's so profound. I, I teach people how to become speakers and how to become communicators. But what you showed was when you were first a boxer, you didn't talk much. But when you decided to become an entrepreneur, you realized that you needed to learn to sell. And in order to learn to sell and preach, you had to be able to talk effectively. And that's what you did. And you built an empire to communicate. Let me say for the record, if you want to be a communicator, if you want to be a speaker, you've got to develop your skills. I had to do it. Anybody can do it. It's teachable. Look, go to winwithwilly.com, winwithwilly.com. Look for my speaker 
training. I want to help more people to become better communicators so they can get in on this business of speaking and communicating and inspiring and uplifting. And I've got another comeback story that I know you're going to love, George. Out of my book, A Setback is a Setup for a Comeback on page 186. It reads, he was a young man who died in his early 30s after a brief public career had brought him fame in his time and territory. The tragic element of his life story is that after a stunning success, he was falsely accused of a crime that resulted in his imprisonment, trial, and execution. The death penalty was carried out. The end of his life was a total disgrace, humiliation, and shame. I would weep as I think of the whole sad, sordid spectacle of this social injustice, except that his name was eventually vindicated. He came back, and his comeback was stunning and spectacular. He became an incredible person. His honor was restored and elevated. His name today is the most respected and renowned name in the world. Today, we even count the years by him, the time before his death and the time after his death. His name is Jesus, and he is my friend and inspiration. He is the king of comebacks. When you, <laughs> I know you like that one, George. I know you like that one. I'm telling everybody you need to see this movie, particularly those who are broke and busted, disgusted, who have given up, who feel in a stuck place and they're in a rut. They need to see this movie because it will give them hope. It'll give them inspiration and motivation and uplift and encouragement. It'll help them. George, in every interview, every interview, I ask people this question. You're coming to D.C., and you have a speech and I pick you up and take you to lunch. And then we go to Howard University and we go to a business class. And I say to them, here's big George Foreman, heavyweight champion of the world. Tell them a couple, you gotta, you gotta, if you're going to be a success, you gotta do this. Tell them a you gotta. <laughs> Boy, you gotta believe. You must Amen. believe more than anything else. And you got to, when you fall down, breasts off your pants, spit in your palms, and you got to say, and go one more round. Come on. Come on. Get back in one more round. I can do one more round. Folks, this is an interview, an interview for the ages, an interview that will be played over and over again by people around the world for years to come. And I want to tell everybody, listen carefully, everybody. Listen to me carefully. I want everybody who's listening to this interview, go see this movie. I'm, I'm guaranteeing you that you will be blessed by it. You will be inspired by it. You'll be encouraged by it. You'll be uplifted by it. And it will give you hope. You might be going through a tough time right now, what I call the devastating D's of life. You might be going through a downsizing or a, a diagnosis or a disease or a divorce or a death of a loved one or a disaster. I don't know what, but the, that you need hope because hope in the future would give you power, power to keep fighting. George Foreman is a good example. George, any closing thoughts as we close out this wonderful interview? Now, I got to say this, man. You got a little gift of wisdom there, and I like that. Amen. Words from out of the sky. You got the wisdom, and I love that. Thank you for having me. Well, I want to thank George Foreman for being my special guest. He had to fit me in because he's doing a bunch of 
media interviews, but he found time and we just hit it off. And I am so grateful. So thank you, George Foreman and your team for making this possible. I am so grateful, grateful and grateful. And then I want to thank again our sponsor, Truist Bank, as well as our friends at AARP and Walmart who have supported us over these last number of years. But Truist, I have to take a special shout out to Truist. You see that the support for this show comes from Truist Bank. And you can revolutionize your relationship with money by listening to the Truist podcast, Money and Mindset with Bright and Brian. It's real talk about relevant advice to help you live a happier, more financially confident life. Listen to the podcast on any platform you choose or at truist.com. That's T-R-U-I-S-T dot com. Look, when you start with care, you build a different kind of bank. Truest Bank. You'll be glad you know about them because they are doing big things in our country and in our communities. And then I want to thank each and every one of you again for making this the number one self-help show in the country, as well as the podcast and all you have done to share it with your friends and family members, your co-workers, your peers. Keep doing that. And I encourage you to go to Win winwithwilly.com. winwithwilly.com. You'll see about my new one-man show, The Comeback Show, how to turn your setbacks into incredible comebacks. It's coming to be in D.C. initially, but then we're going to go around the country. If you want more information on The Comeback Show, just go to thecomebackshow.com, thecomebackshow.com, and you can get information on it as well as you can get the DVD that we did some time ago that is in the can and ready to go to television. By the way, any of you television stations and television networks who want to get access to my content, reach out to our office, info at willyjolly.com, info at willyjolly.com, because we've got content to help companies and help television networks to grow. And then I'm back to speaking. I'm back to speaking to companies around the country and around the world. If you want to inspire your team and you want them to be more productive and you want them to be uh, greater in terms of profitability, I'm ready to come and speak for you. Either we'll do it live or virtually. Either way, we'll help them to grow. We've got lots of new programs and products to help your people to grow. And last but not least, The Jolly Marriage Show. Every Monday night, 9 o'clock Eastern Time on A Jolly Marriage on Facebook, A Jolly Marriage on Instagram, A Jolly Marriage on Twitter, and Willie Jolly LinkedIn Live. We want to help marriages around the world. So go to Jolly Marriage, watch the TED Talk, and then share it with everybody you know because we want to save marriages and we want to do it now. Have a great day, a great week on purpose, and remember, your best is yet to come.
Well, I hope you enjoyed this podcast episode, and I hope you got something of great value. And I hope that you were inspired, you were motivated, you were empowered, and you were encouraged to live your best life. I hope this information and this inspiration will help you to do more, be more, and to achieve more. That's the goal why I started this program, and I hope it helped you in a mighty way. Now, I ask you to make sure and that you take full advantage of all the resources that came through this program. I hope you go to wjspeaks.com gift and get some of the free resources that we have there for you. I hope you go to wjspeaks.com shop to get some of the books that we have created, that we've labored over to make sure that they will deliver a powerful message to you. I hope you go to willyjolly.com slash billionaire, willyjolly.com slash billionaire or wjspeaks.com slash billionaire to get the box that it will inspire your whole family or get the bag of books. Make this a great day, a great week, a great month. And remember, it is true that you are blessed and all things are possible for them that believe. So make the most of the belief that you have now in your future. This is Dr. Willie Jolly. Have a great day. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.